Hello and welcome to the Spell Sesh episode 41. It's your host Sejal with you. And today's episode is very interesting. I actually just got off the Zoom call recording with my guest. And I thought I'd give a little like context first to this episode and a little bit of my own introduction before we get into the conversation with my guest. So basically, if you don't know, uh follow me on Instagram at @sejalxx because I post a lot of the stuff there where we get very interactive. um over there and with my listeners so a few months ago i had this random idea i wanted to know the mindset of a fuckboy i wanted to know what goes on in their head and not to attack them in any way just to know like what goes on in the guy's head really and i had this idea and i was like actually i do have a couple people in mind that are my friends and i was like that would have been such good banter but obviously they don't want to put themselves and label themselves as a fuckboy because of the negative connotation it has so I completely understand so then i went on to instagram and i was like hey if you know anyone or if you want to be in the podcast let me know and i did get quite a few people recommended to me or like i had a conversation with one or two of them but they all fell through and i was quite upset i was like oh man because i knew that this episode was something that i really wanted to do and have a conversation with a guy basically and be like what goes on in your head i want to know and then um i was on bumble a few months ago and i met this guy and his name is josh and we had a great conversation he like you know on bumble you can use the voice record function so both of us would like voice record a lot and i realized that we actually had a really good conversation and really good flow going So and he mentioned something about wanting to start a podcast and I was like hey like actually I have my own podcast and we talked a bit and um I mentioned about this episode that I wanted to do and we agreed that yeah like he could come on as a guest but this was so long ago and I think we kind of just didn't follow up about it because I got really busy with other episodes and just in my personal life a lot of things were happening so we reconnected um a while ago oh, fuck what So we reconnected a while ago and he was still interested in being a guest on my podcast and I was like, "You know what? Perfect. Let's do it." And we got on Zoom and we had a great conversation. So before we get into that and like what the conversation was about, this episode isn't a fuckboy episode. It really it started off as an episode to be like what goes on in a guy's head when they are on dating apps and when they are dating or when they are just in conversation with girls. You know, things that we don't know and things that we want to know. But I think it's very important to note because I did get actually I got a lot of questions on Instagram so thank you so much for sending them in but I'm so sorry because of the time we couldn't answer everything so I had to really pick and choose the questions that we answered on the podcast but um and I can always do a part 2 if you want if you want to come on the podcast to do a part 2 if this is something that interests you let me know also like you can always slide into the DMs um at the spill session with Sage if you're interested on in coming on I always am down to have a conversation you know and meet new people but anyway as i was saying so we didn't really get to a lot of the questions that we wanted to as well i mean this episode was supposed to be very lighthearted and very chill but i just want to put that disclaimer out there first that this isn't to attack a gender this isn't to bring down a gender it's just to have a conversation a female who's curious about the male mind a male who's curious about the female mind and we both are here we recorded a conversation and this is what you get But yeah, I do just want to put that out there first and I think I don't know, I feel very what do I feel? I just I think there was a lot more ground that we could have covered definitely and that would have taken a full other episode, I will say. 
But I think this episode was good in the sense that we managed to just have a conversation about dating and what I didn't realize guys do as well. You know, a lot of the times I think we think that, oh, guys do A and then that's it. But actually, there's a lot more that goes behind it. And it's a lot to do with the way society has shaped them. Now, I'm no way defending them. Trust me, because I've been hurt through and through by guys. No doubt about that. But it makes us understand, I guess is what I want to say. But anyway, without any further ado, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was an interesting one, definitely, to record. I have so much to think about now. <laughs> but um, I was, oh, I do want to say as well, like, I know that a lot of you who have been listening to the solo episodes with my dating life and stuff like that, um, I choose to put my life out there because I want to help someone. And I think one thing that I realized as well is that it may portray me in a certain way to guys who listen to my podcast that may never want to date me. <laughs> I don't know. I think what I'm trying to say is that take it with a pinch of salt because I am putting that out there to help people, not to bring myself down. I am someone that is very in love with myself. I'm very confident about myself. And I've just had some shitty life experiences that I share during this podcast because it makes other people feel better. And I make that decision to make myself look a certain way to help someone else. Because I know that that person is helping me too by understanding and listening. So yeah, if the way I portray myself on a podcast and dating episodes is a certain way to guys, then that's okay. Um, That's just one hour you're listening to of my day and of my week really. And there's so much more to get to know about me. So there's so much that I don't share on the podcast. There's so much I don't share. And there's so much I could share, honestly, but I don't want to. And that I will save for conversations that you want to have with me in real life. So I just wanted to put that out there as well because I kind of realized that. But anyway, enough chat, enough with me. Let's just get into the episode. Hello, Josh. Welcome to the Spill Sesh with Sage. Hey. <laughs> what's up? Wait, so we have, to, we have to tell the story of how we met. Why? <laughs> how we even know each other. <laughs> wow, okay. Um... Do you, want to, do you want to go ahead or? You go ahead. What, what is your perspective? Oh, I feel like everything. <laughs> it was so long yeah. ago. Um, I think it's the first time I'm speaking to you as well. So uh, I'm yeah, very... properly. I'm very a context person, right? So everything has its uh, precedence. And uh, how we met was... Well, when, when, not how we met. How we got in contact was... How many months ago was this? Bumble. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was a while ago. I, I I haven't been on Bumble in a very long time. Yeah, a couple months ago, I think. Quite a bit ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we just kind of we had a great conversation on Bumble. I remember because we were using the voice recorder, like we were talking as if we were talking to right. each other. So I think that's why I was like, oh, cool! Like this guy's a good voice, yeah. and we were talking for quite a bit. And I think you mentioned you started a podcast or something like yeah, that, I right? Yeah, wanted to. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to start a podcast? Yeah, because I was unemployed for a while, so I wanted to try and just like put content mm-hmm. out there and i didn't have instagram or social media either so to me it was just like kind of uh trying to start something dude i, I remember when you said you have no social media i was like is this guy a serial <laughs> yes <laughs> i swear like every time you know when you're on a dating app and then you just want to like the first thing you ask is what's your instagram and i think that's what i asked yeah. you too and you're like i don't have any social media i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then in the end, did you start your podcast? No, I got employed. And then... 
uh that that's funny as well i ended up getting like three jobs at once and then uh oh my god yeah, i was just really bored hence why i was on bumble um right yeah. same same that's what everyone's excuse yeah. is <laughs> so then once uh yeah once the jobs came in then uh didn't and also i don't know i wanted to start youtube as well and my content was meant to be on mental health essays and i think that mm-hmm. was like you needed to put so much time into it um that i just didn't see myself like upkeeping 50 hours a week with like no pay yeah on something that difficult to create yeah, yeah. um whereas if it's something like vlogging i think it would yeah, be dude. easier for me yeah no for sure i mean i started uh youtube as well a year ago and it still earns me zero dollars and zero cents yeah <laughs> but it's fun like i think it's just a good hobby even with this podcast it's what i always say it's like a good it's like a just good side project and if you're passionate about something just do it i think if you, you should i think you should start your podcast for sure because <laughs> based on the conversation that we had last yeah. time i think i think you'd be a good speaker oh uh, thanks but anyway so for this for this episode basically how this all came about was i don't even think you know this like why i wanted to do this episode (laughs) a few months ago i asked on my instagram actually initially what i wanted was to get a fuck boy on my episode (laughs) i can tell you what they do yeah yeah Yeah, exactly because i actually do have friends and i was actually asked them i was like listen but they were like i don't want to be branded as a fuck boy i'm like oh fine so i went on my instagram and i was like does any fuckboy want to come on wow. my podcast? And I got a few, yeah. but in the end, like, they kind of, we, it just never happened. Yeah. And I actually got a few questions even after that, like, after I posted that story, like, you know, if any dude wants to come on and, like, talk about their experience and from their perspective, I just got this random idea. Mm-hmm. And since then, like, I think more people have been asking, like, so where's the episode? I'm like, dude, I could not find a guest for the life of me. <laughs> but then I, I didn't want, I think... As we started talking, I was like, I don't think I want to do... It's not a fuckboy episode. Like, I don't think that's what it is. I don't want to frame it like that. It, it, that's where the idea came from. But I think as we were discussing, it's just a conversation between a male and a female that we don't, you know, and we don't represent the entire gender. I think we are very clear on that, both mm. of us. So, and we just have questions, many questions from Instagram yeah. <laughs> that we can get into. And I want to know your perspective. Sure. I, I think it's good that you didn't have a fuckboy on because uh, I'm pretty sure their intentions are normally for one thing. And if you are actually like, oh, let's actually do an episode first to them. They're like, no, I want to achieve my goal first mm-hmm. and then and then pretend I'm going to do an episode, but not actually. So you couldn't actually get one on anyway. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's very true. So I'm glad that ship sailed. <laughs> and... Well, at least we're doing this episode but so anyway i asked on my instagram i was like i have a guest and what would the question i asked was what do you want to know from a male perspective mm-hmm. and this is something that i've been always wondering about like what i have so many questions for the male species yeah. <laughs> so i gathered quite a few and we can kind of get into it and we can just have like a conversation about it so there are like kind of different topics that we can go into the first one obviously everyone wants to talk about is dating sure so yeah, so let's get it out of the way. I don't think I represent the male population. However, yeah. I also think if I were to answer a question about like what guys do, it's not what I do. And then if I answer a question of what I do, I don't think that's what guys do. So you understand? I right? think that sums it up very well. And I think that applies to me too. Like if I, same yeah. thing. If I answer a question about what I do, doesn't mean what females do and vice versa. Yeah. 
Good that we're going to get this out of the way first before we get into all the questions. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, on dating. So, yeah. I am not on the apps. I am currently not seeing anyone. But I'm also not... Um, I've been on the apps. Like, I think 2020 was my year of, like, really properly dating. And then now I'm just, like, chill. So, I have had my experience. What about you? <laughs> oh, man. Like, what's your... What's your experience with it first before we get into the questions wow um i think tinder and bubble came out or got popularized when i was like 21 and i remember it was always there mm-hmm. um i didn't really sorry like i was aware that they existed but i felt I, I think i had them in the background but i never really used them um and i've been single now for a year and two months and mm-hmm. uh when covid uh phase one happened phase two happened i was like fine i don't need the apps it's whatever um, I tried it a bit after I broke up uh, for a little bit. Uh, three months after I broke up, I tried it for uh, two weeks. And then I used it again in phase three because... So I, I think meeting people in, in person is just way easier. Uh, it's more efficient as yeah. well. You can go through, for yeah. example, if you meet people on the app, you waste a lot of time from uh, swiping to matching to talking to uh, getting conversation going to transferring to WhatsApp or Telegram to scheduling and then meeting the person. And that's one person, right? And whether you'll see them again is like another. You then cut out, you, you then cut down more. Um, whereas when you meet people yeah. in person, you meet like, what, 20 girls at an event, right? And you already know whether you'll see them again. So in terms of going yeah. to an event, it's way faster than that whole effort to spend on meeting a girl twice. Um, so I just don't think... <laughs> and then in the end, not even like following up with that. Yeah. I, get, I get it. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort. Like, I've been... I remember there were a couple of dates I went on and I was like, why did I even waste my time? Like, it was so bad, you know? And I never met them again. But in the end, it's like... That's the thing with dating apps. It's... You just have... It's a hit or miss. It truly is. So, yeah. So, we both have our experience. We both dabbled into it. And one of the questions that I got on Instagram was, should a girl shoot her shot and how? What do you think? Like your your own perspective. If someone would just slide into your DMs, what would you do? <laughs> if I had DMs, if I had Instagram. If I, if you had DMs, exactly. <laughs> I think girls do, right? Do they? I heard now it's like a, a, a trending. I don't want to sound like a, a an old man, but people, <laughs> that's how they flirt now, right? They DM each other. Yeah. And I mean, I have slid into someone's DMs before mm. and it worked. We went on for a few months, but I mean... It's funny because when I told my friends that, oh, you know, I slid into this guy's DM, they were like, what? Yeah. And I was like, is that not normal? Like, but apparently, no. Not a lot of people do that. So, I don't know. What do you think? Like, should should the girl shoot her shot? But okay. That sounds very, like... <laughs> you know what I mean, right? I think... I think it applies to both sides. If you have someone who's already interested, go ahead and shoot your shot. If you're a girl and you want to shoot your shot, and the guy doesn't like you, they'll still tight. Uh, they'll still string you along because you're a free. You're you're a free. Uh, you can't swear on this, right? Anyway, you're a f- free. What do people call it? Uh, when you sleep with someone. A lay. What? I don't know. <laughs> like, if you're a girl and you hit a guy up and the guy's not that interested in you, but he wants company, like later on in the night or whatever, he'll still he'll oh, still right, string right. you along. Um, whereas mm-hmm. a girl, if she wants company, she doesn't need to get DMs. She can just download the apps. So I think as a girl, go ahead, shoot your shot, do whatever you want, but do understand that that comes with the other side and whether they'll, um, 
I mean, reciprocate yeah. and and that in the way that they want to. Yeah, because if yeah, but like, how do you think a girl? Or how would you want a girl to shoot their shot, both on like online and in person? Because you talk a lot about like in person, like and let's say like, you know, you um you were at both at a bar or something, and a girl looks at you and like, oh, they want to shoot their shot. How do you think as a guy, like, what would, what could a girl do that would impress you? Well, um, I think I'll just answer this in person because I think it's easier in person, and then I I guess I'll try and uh talk about online. Um. I think in person, all a girl has to do is just give you eye contact. For me, I talk to people in person, mm-hmm. and I know in Singapore it's less likely for people to hold eye contact. Um, but in general, if they hold eye contact for a while, um, or they they keep turning around when they're out with their friends, or like they giggle, or they happen to go to the toilet at the same time I do, or they walk past my table when they could have taken another route, then I'm like, okay, this girl wants to talk, <laughs> right? And maybe not all the time she does, uh, but that's like a hint, and then I'll go and speak to them. Um, mm. like for girls hitting on me, it's only in uni. Only yeah. in uni, yeah. Only at uni, you'll hear like either rumors, or a girl will straight up just be like, "You should ask me out." Um, Has a girl ever done yeah. that? Uh, yeah. I mean, that, I that's that. that's in uni though. I think it's a very different environment, right? Because you see each other all the time. Um, that's true. Yeah. But in person, yeah, just give eye contact online. Could girl ever ask you out? I don't know. I think for online, I guess I can speak yeah. to that. So, because in person, I honestly have never done that. I don't think of shooting my shot, yeah. like in person. But online, definitely, yeah, I slid into the DMs, and I think the way to do it is always to be witty, like to have some sort of like don't um don't say hi, <laughs> don't say hey, like always kind of like open up with like. An opener or a joke or something very like sarcastic. That that's my way of doing it. And then they're like, oh, okay. So then they it's just then just a lot of banter, yeah. and then from there it, the conversation carries on. And but I will say, even though like you know, let's say if I slide into someone's DMs and I get the conversation going, it's very hard to get the guy to ask me out after that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the conversation keeps going and going. There's a lot of banter, but there's still no one asking each other out. So I still had to ask them out. And I was like, "Do you want to get drinks? Like, do you want to get dinner?" Yeah. And I was like so annoyed because I was just wondering, like, why couldn't he just ask yeah. me out? But I don't know. It's a bit funny <laughs> that way. So even if you shoot your shot, there's no guarantee that you'll be asked out in the end. Yeah, for sure. I think. Um, I mean, you would know. I, I, I'm sure. Like guys talk about this. Like some girls, you download the app and you see them talking, and you match with them, and then you uninstall, and then a month later you come back on the app, you match again, and the girl. I don't know whether she realizes that she's just not. Like she would just keep saying hi, how are you? And I know, like, as a, I've seen a girl's like, like, like uh, app, right? And they just have like a bunch of hey, hi, hey, hi, hi, hey's, right? So I get it. But no. when a girl does that to a guy, I never do that. It's like no, it's, it's like so I can't, I can't tell you that you're boring, right? Like you got to. I mean, it's, yeah. And that's why that it's worse with Bumble because as much as I'm like, listen, yes, girls, shoot your shot with Bumble. Yeah. It's the the female has to make yeah. the move. And I'm just like, oh man, that's so much effort. <laughs> but Tinder's easier, you know. But I guess okay, fine. Like it puts in the work. But I will never open with a hey or hi. Yeah. I hope I didn't do that too. I, I, I don't remember, yeah. but I don't recall at all. But I always try and open with a joke or like some. Or I will really go into their bio yeah. and I will look at everything in their yeah. bio and I'll find something that I can relate yeah. to, and I'll talk about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I think hey and hi, like both from a guy and girls, like it's just a 
big no-no. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, hello, yeah. <laughs> how are you um, doing? But actually, that was a lot during COVID. How's lockdown? Oh, no, I hate. How are you doing during lockdown? Yeah. Oh my god. If one more person asked me that, I was like, I'm going to delete this app. <laughs> that was really like a whole situation. Yeah, but yeah I think that, that was, that's a lot about like sliding into DMs. Another question was, what are the top five main concerns and priorities of a guy? Even, I mean, the other day, <laughs> I think was it yesterday or the day before, or the day before that, I don't know. Went out with my workmates, I started talking to them because most of them are married, right? So I started speaking to them about like um, dating because a, a lot of them are like, oh yeah, how's dating nowadays? Oh, it must be really fun. Blah, blah. And I'm like, uh, it's okay. Um, and then they asked me like <laughs> what I'm looking for. And I think uh, they then are quite, oops. They're usually quite uh, shocked and they call me quite analytical. Um, really? Yeah. So I don't think I'm analytical on intention. I think I'm analytical uh, from experience. Um so what I think guys' priorities are. So again, my sample size is only my friends, right? Um, so, yeah, sure. And they're, they're anywhere from like 21 to 35. Okay. So for guys' priorities, uh, are these guys' priorities on the apps or off the apps? Because I really do think there's a huge difference. Oh. Yeah, that's true. Mm, okay, this question didn't specify, but I guess you can answer to either of it, whichever you want to answer. Sure. Um, I think most guys will, I don't know, because you get people who want to settle down and marry and they don't care what you look like, what you do. They just care if you have a good socioeconomic background and you are uh, ethnicity that their parents approve of and you fit the model of like a wife. Um, so you have people that mm -hmm. have those priorities. Uh, you have people that prioritize what they want right now in their life, which is probably uh, sex. Um, and people people who say they're like career driven and have no time for it, I don't buy that um, because I've seen a lot of problems happen later on. You speak to women in their middle 30s or nearing 40s and they're single and that's fine. You focus on your career and your family. And I get not, not a lot of people have the finances or the time to date. Um, but what happens is that you start making mistakes that you would have made when you're young, but later on in life and later on in life, when you make those mistakes, they cost you a lot more. Um, Correct. So yeah. again, back to question, what do guys prioritize? I don't know what they prioritize. I don't even think they know what they're prioritizing. Yeah. I think that's a good answer. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know what they're looking at. <laughs> I think it really depends on the person itself. Yeah. I think a word that will come up a lot is situational mm -hmm. in this episode because it is true. Like, I I mean, it's so different for different people. Like, you're right. Like, some people may prioritize marriage and settling down, yeah. but some may not. Some want to prioritize having fun. And there's nothing wrong with either mm -hmm. of that, you know? It just depends on the person itself. So even this question's a little bit vague, but I think, you know, it's like, maybe if we could tailor it a little bit more specific to what do you think a guy in his 20s uh, in Singapore or prioritizes and finding a girl Singapore yeah in Singapore uh, I mean okay so most guys enter NS at 18 or 19 right they come at 20, 21 around 22 mm. uh, sex immediately for the first <laughs> I don't know how many two, three years whatever because that's a I mean you're just a boy right and especially in Singapore they don't uh, there's no intergender mingling a lot there's no like encouragement of mixing with the other gender so you come out and um you just want to be like oh yeah girls and for a lot of boys they start going right. they start working out i guess they find an identity i don't know 
if they have an identity yet or have found one. Uh, but they start working out, I guess they get attention. Um, they start figuring out how to take nice pictures, I guess, on the apps or, or on social media. I think at that point, when you do get attention, I think sex, I think, because they try to form their identity based on what their value is from women to their guy friends. So then I think um, right. I think sex is probably a big thing for them. But it's funny because I think a lot of people don't yeah. even get that. <clears throat> uh no, I get what you're saying. I don't think a lot yeah, of guys say they, they. I don't think they get. I don't think a lot of people have a lot of experience. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So it's funny as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah a lot of guys inflate, and it's. Yeah. Um, I think they just have a lot of pressure on themselves as well to be this certain person at that yeah. age because that's what society tells them they have to do, which we can get into later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think with priorities, it's very different, and I'm a very big believer in communication so like i mean listen like games and all are fun in the beginning it's you don't have to make everything so serious in the beginning but at some point like the games have to stop and be and someone has to ask the other person like okay what are you what are your priorities now do you want to date do you want to have fun and then if your priorities align if you both want to have fun then cool but if one person wants to date and one person doesn't know what he wants then it's not going to work so i think with priorities you have to ask the person like and I, i think because, you know, when a girl, I, at least from a girl's perspective, like from what I have had to go through, I'm always the one having to ask like, okay, so what is going on? But it's not, I don't, it's not like, you know, there's this very um, detrimental question, the what are we question. And it's, it's always like phrased to be a very like, oh my God, the girl's asking this question. But I just really think it's because the guy doesn't have the balls to ask, well, what are we? Or they don't know, you know? And that's fine, but at least if you don't know, just say that you don't know, and then we can both not know together. Or, you know, the girl can walk, or the guy can walk, whoever doesn't know. So, yeah, I think with priorities, it's just something that you... Somebody needs to address it at some point, and then you don't have to be scared that you will sound very serious or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's better now, you find out now, than like that they only want to have fun, or they want to settle down, and you don't want to settle down. Yeah. Girl or guy. I think in one, so. in one sentence, I'd say uh, maturity... Yeah. And maturity in that, are you on there because you have not yet found an identity, in which case you would want affirmation. Uh, mm-hmm. You would also want validation, whether that comes from attention or sex. Um, later on, you might go on there because you're not emotionally feeling well. So that's also your emotional stability, which is also maturity. Uh, so then you're looking for people that just make you laugh. Your priorities go to people that give you a good time. And then I think later on, when you have more of a sense of identity and, and future, you might look at compatibility where you look at people who you think you will be able to be with long term, which might not be the people that make you laugh every two seconds. That might not be the people that say, oh, well done to everything you do. Right. Um, so I think at different points of your own psyche or your own personal growth, you will find different people that fit that. And I think that would be your priority. Yeah. Uh, so if the younger people, it's normally yeah. affirmation, validation, right? Later on, you might look at compatibility mm-hmm. later on. Uh, sorry, compa- compatibility for like life. So, Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think compatibility for life will come, no matter what age you're at, I think the affirmation will always come first. Like even if you're like 35, you still want to feel, actually, I don't know, I'm not 35, I yeah. wouldn't know. But like in what I'm trying to say is that I think the compatibility always comes second unfortunately which i think should be the opposite you know it'll be nice if you know that 
like it it sucks whenever you find out like months down the road oh shit we're not compatible but he made me feel really good about myself it's it's that's why i think um even you mentioned earlier that like dating apps and stuff is a lot of effort yeah because this is the problem with it like you get validated first because it's based on looks which is fine like there's nothing wrong mm. with it but then after that you realize you're not compatible later so yeah and yeah you're right it takes a lot of maturity to be able to see whether you're compatible or not like for life yeah i'm not sure if this is relevant but that's a whole other <laughs> yeah it's a whole other. i'm not sure if this is relevant i think yeah with compatibility i've got my own kind of set of things i do uh, before i think to myself whether i would continue seeing somebody and it's it's things that i wish i stuck to more um and again the context is like my whole dating experience and my relationships um but th- there are a list of things and these aren't like criteria i know a lot of like guys growing up they have their criteria and i think it's kind of silly uh, these criteria have come out from experience and when i mean experience i'm not saying oh yeah i'm a big deal i'm saying things that i've learned that i've written down because they mattered and um obviously yeah and so i look at these things to make sure that the person fits them when i'm not like to to make me not be like oh yeah it's going well just because we have really good sex or it's going well because she's really funny or it's going well cuz she's really hot right even those things feel great if they don't match up to the things that i've learned in my past experiences um then i'm like i i don't see this going further even if I think that's so important even if yeah. it's very effortless to string them along which i think this is what people will do yeah. they will string you along when they know that you're not going to be together because you are a free yeah. booty call you make them feel good and you're you're basically like a, a yeah you're like you're like a drug right they can just take you up anytime and they don't want to drop mm-hmm. you whereas i think people being very fair they will say hey look i'm having a great time with you let's be friends which kind of kind of hard to say that when you've already like slept together or whatever um but yeah you you can be great friends with people but no you you won't get along 10 days down the line or 5 years down the line so um i think that's pretty important as well yeah and i think exactly what you said <clears throat> for sure i think that's so important and that's something that my friends have always told me to do like to physically write a list of crit- and then when you say criteria it's not a bad thing i think it's just like your deal breakers i think that's a better word like your deal breakers are something that your non negotiables you know whether it's as big as like kids and no kids okay. you know or because those things matter like even <clears throat> down the road but you know when if you meet someone that and you find out like months later oh that person didn't want kids and you sure. want kids like what like the whole thing so like all of that and <clears throat> that big stuff but also like what you said from your experience and from my dating experience i've also learned that there's certain things i don't like right and one mistake that i realized i've done is i never took note of that right so i would keep going to the same people and then i would keep getting out of it i'm mean, like why do what am i doing it's because i didn't <laughs> yeah. i didn't evaluate yeah. it at first You're like so i think now after all of that i'm doing exactly what you're saying it's like now i have my list of well i haven't actually thought of my list but in my head i have that idea like okay this these are my non-negotiables yeah. and even if i meet someone who's really funny yeah. if he doesn't fit into that i have to walk away like immediately yeah. and not spend my time into this i think that that's very very important <clears throat> with anyone guy or girl and to be able to come to that you definitely need experience because you wouldn't know yeah you wouldn't know what you want and what you don't exactly. want exactly and the only way to get experience is to get out there yeah. and date and enjoy the ups and downs exactly, of it exactly <laughs> it's not fun but like <clears throat> one yeah. of our no, i think that's so important one of our younger friends it's not like we're going to tell her hey stop dating these kind of guys right i'm not going to make you do your, your 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 
choices for you, um, go ahead and try everything, right? Yeah. I think the one most important thing is make sure you learn. That's it. Make sure you learn, make sure you grow. Yes. So I think, so I have a bunch of things and yeah. I wish they were as easy as have kids, no kids or whatever. Um, it, it, mm-hmm. It's, that I guess they're not as clear cut. So when I first date someone, the first thing I look forward to the most is conflict, right? And I don't know why people... Like how do they resolve exactly. conflict? Exactly. Because it does, like we're obviously going to have different oh, dude, ways. that's such a big thing for me. But too. you need to, yeah. I just need you to be there to be able to grow. If you, if you can learn from conflict and have self-awareness and work on something then I'm like, okay, this is potential that you'll, you'll see growth. Um, and I think that's it, right? Yeah. If, if you have people that on the first conflict, they are really quiet or they don't communicate. And I guess that's fine if you're younger because you have the time to like learn those skills. But later on when you date and people start yeah. doing stuff that you're like, you should have learned this a while ago, then that's when you dip because I'm, it's just time. I think time, like I said, when you're young, just make all the mistakes. When you're older, yeah. So, you know, yeah, exactly. I think that's something for me too is very big. I always say, uh, I want to, I want to get to fight with someone so that I can see, which makes me sound a bit crazy, <laughs> but like, I want to see how they act in a fight. Like I, so just fight me. my crazy ass will like try and instigate something a little sneaky. And then I just want to see like, okay, how's this? And I actually <laughs> do that. And then I witness and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Right. And then I'll be like, so bye, you know, peace out. But then we're friends because I didn't, I was fine. But I still want to know, like, how do you fight and how do you react in a fight? I think conflict is one of the biggest things that is a big no-no. Like, if someone starts screaming and I'm just like, yeah, yeah exactly, bye. exactly. <laughs> I can't deal with this shit. Yeah. Both girls and guys. Or like, so, yeah, I think there's so many things that... Yeah, yeah. What else? No, I was going to give you examples of, like, I guess, like, immaturity. Um, if, for example, we have an argument and I upset you and you then I, instead of like fighting back how I felt, I just keep quiet because a lot of guys will also emotionally shut off. And then, which I hear this is a thing. And then instead of yeah. like apologizing- Do you know what I hate the yeah, most? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, so <laughs> this in this sense, like instead of apologizing, do you know what people do to me? They block me. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> so they don't have to deal in with In a relationship? Me. Yeah. And then they'll unblock me yeah 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 or like dating or whatever like it's happened quite a few times where like the guy <laughs> crazy again this is not like hate on the guy or whatever like on the yeah i know on the gender but this is exactly what happens like when they don't want to communicate back they'll be like and i don't want to deal with this crazy bitch like like going yeah. on and on and on it just blocked me <laughs> i'm like what is going on well, that's so a red flag. that is and then they'll unblock me when they're ready to talk yeah yeah that's why i dipped <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> no but yeah I completely get Because guys that. will shut off and then they'll be like... But it's so hard, you know, honestly. They'll, I, I think a lot of people, the guys will shut off. They don't want to deal with the talking and then they'll just buy you something. Um, and that's sweet, but oh. it's not addressing the issue. Um, and yeah. I think one thing I totally understand, like like way when I was younger, um, and I guess the, the idea was was kind of not really thrown around, but I think it was a, it was a consensus amount amongst males. It's like, how much shit can you deal with for sex? And that's it. That that's that is your line mm-hmm. of dating. If you can deal with their crap uh, for sex, then you go ahead, right? And it's a really toxic mindset uh, because it doesn't have growth <laughs> in it. But no, yeah, it's it's a lot of the times like yeah, just how much crap can you deal with? How many times? Because if you see dating as a game, which I think guys still do, and I can tell you why they think like that. Um, a lot of women don't know how guys actually learn to talk to girls. Anyway, uh, if you see dating as a game, how do they? Uh, you don't. <laughs> 
I feel like a lot of guys will deny this, and if they <laughs> deny this, then straight up lying because it's truth. Uh, so when you're a little mm. boy, you type on Google how to talk to girls, right? <laughs> and yeah, and you search, and there is this this forum, and it's called Pickup Artists. Have you heard of this? Oh my god! And they tell you this like, no. and then these these guys start reading these books, right? And I I'll put my hands up. I did that as well, right? I did that when I was I think thirteen, fourteen. Um, I've never heard of this. And it's 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 a, it's a way to game a girl to come off as the most attractive person to them, so that they sleep with you. And it's really disgusting. Oh and my if they God. don't sleep with you, then it's their fault, and then you blame, then you become sexist to them. Which I also hear is a thing in some unis in Singapore. It's a very sexist vibe. But then, yeah, I mean, that's another mm. string of conversations where guys get aggressive if you deny and and stuff like that. But anyway. Let's get back onto your thing. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were saying that uh, a lot of guys uh, think of dating as a game, yeah. right? And why is that so? Because your objective is sex, right? And if you mm-hmm. play um, a girl, then no, yeah. So the way you learn it is doing steps to get a girl, and then you go and apply that. Um, I think now maybe the younger boys don't do this. I just know my generation did. And it's very obvious when someone does it. And I think a lot of guys deny it. Um, but yeah, it's, I think it's a game to them. They just want to see yeah. how fast can I get this girl to sleep with me? Um, can I talk to my friends about this? And also, I also think this adds a conversation of like when you date amongst different, um, I don't want to say tiers, but different groups of people. Uh, gr- some groups where friends are okay that people cheat on each other. Uh, some groups that are okay mm. where the girl's very proud that she found like she made a guy cheat then you have groups where like they all think like sex is really cool and they all like brag about it and then you have groups where the guys think it's really cool to talk about women and like describe their bodies um this exists as well for women you know when you yeah. get a bunch of girls who are like oh yeah penis oh yeah big big like and yeah. i'm just like I, like what it, it's crazy but i think mm-hmm. these circles of group like these f- groups I'm not. It's, it's very easy to say get out of them because they might exist in your school or your workplace. Um, but when what 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 I've seen happen is that women and men, their standards of like the average human goes to shit. So then they start dealing with like abuse or like a guy that cheats and they keep forgiving them, or a guy who asks for money, or like a guy who I don't know. Oh, he he does all these bad things. Oh, but he's fine because he drives me to work. And it's just like the craziest shit that people deal with because they're in groups where they can't escape. Um, and I think they also, and they, they learn, right? I think it's, it's like learned helplessness. They learn to like not escape that and they learn that they're not worth anything more than that. And they don't ever get to see the guys who don't treat people like that, right? And you get these girls that like spiral down into really, really bad relationships. Um, and it's really sad, but at the end of the day, it's just like, you got to help yourself out. But sometimes these these girls can't help themselves out anymore, whether it's the tools, whether they don't have the uh, education uh, or the access to, to books or the Internet to read up or friends. Um, yeah, I mean, have you heard these stories? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And not just like heard, I've like had my friends live through that. And I think the one piece of advice that my friend has given me when I was much younger is these two words that always stuck with me, but I never listened to (laughs) is never settle. 
and I think the problem exactly what you said is the problem with a lot of relationships is that the expectations especially when you've been in bad mm-hmm. ones the expectations of what a good thing is is like on the floor yeah. so when someone like you know the simplest thing when you said like oh but he drives me to work that's so small but in in the person's head girl or guy that's the biggest thing and that's the most loving thing anyone could ever do for them <laughs> and then they never see the people that actually do much more because they think that's the best that they have to offer or they are offered yeah. so yeah i've heard of them many many times and it's it's very sad definitely but i think if if you know this whole like mindset of never settle is very scary because then you have the fear of being alone like how is then am i being picky you know what i mean yeah like, like are you even then that are you even worth also dating <laughs> you know what i mean i think like if you're trash you attract trash like i'm sorry like if you have nothing going for you but like yeah. a few things like a guy will treat you it's also for you to filter but um if you can't provide to a relationship in terms of Im- maturity or personality like your identity uh then you just become anyone else right and then a guy mm-hmm. will just play you because they won't see any point being with you so if you don't have any development why would a guy choose you in the first place right when there are other girls exactly um yeah so there's that as well like yes don't settle but you have to be very self-aware of what you can offer or who you are like would you date mm-hmm. yourself right it's a good question um yeah yeah for sure i think that's a, such an important question to ask is like would you date yourself yeah and to anyone like and to work on that first mm-hmm. before getting into a relationship yeah yeah so another question is um I found it very interesting. What is their equivalent of flowers that they get for a girl? Like what should a girl get them? I think it's something I struggle with a lot. I don't know what to get guys for gifts. I always like I just am stuck. <laughs> this is a good time for you to like, get a sponsorship in. <laughs> I know, right? I wish. <laughs> what do you get? I don't know, just go on Google and type in gifts. Right? Or go check gifts for guys. No, but like you see with flowers, it's so easy. It's like you know what you said like when you um when the guys like makes a girl mad or oh, i buy her flowers like what what do i do if i make a guy mad i, I can't buy him flowers like what are you gonna do with it i mean i can but i just don't think he would like, appreciate it uh, i what's the five love languages is it like uh gifting touch um, time spent service and then words of affirmation yeah. correct, yes <laughs> um, yeah uh i don't i guess you just do all of them someone's upset i don't know no one's ever bought me a gift after i've been upset i think food or not upset like just a gift in general like if you know how a guy wants to give a girl flowers like just like that like oh like here are flowers for you like i don't know what would a guy want just anything right just like what you know about them and what's personal to them mm. you just get them that whether they're thinking of i don't know uh i would say food is a very yeah, good food, food's easy <laughs> always yeah. works yeah food is always always works or alcohol <laughs> yeah i think i think that mentality i'm so, I'm sorry if you you like this but for me personally i think that mentality of buying someone something after a, an issue is not good in the first place oh no yeah, for yeah. sure i think i i would oh, never okay. do that i think and i would hate anyone yeah who would like i'm just like no i don't want i want to exactly exactly yeah and talking is the best yeah it's, it's the best to remedy definitely yeah. but i mean even on like in a normal situation where you're not upset at each other like if you know, let's say it's like Valentine's Day or like your anniversary or whatever. I always struggle. I'm like, I don't know what to get a guy. So I remember I used to always like either bake cookies. Oh, that's nice. Like something that's homemade. Yeah. 
and it's also food. So it's like a touch of me, but also I know that you like cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's easy, you know. Whereas flowers, I think it's it's a girl. And but you know what? I will say I have friends who hate flowers. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I so it really depends on the girls. Not every girl likes a flower. Exactly. Yeah. So. But I will say, if, if a guy wants to get a girl flowers, get them fake flowers because it's hard to keep a plant alive. There was one time a guy gave me a bouquet of flowers and I didn't water it and it just died in two days <laughs> and it was so funny. Like, it was such a beautiful bouquet, such an expensive yeah. bouquet and it just died and I was like, oh shit. So, I, he never, I don't think he found out. That they, he always asked me, like, oh, are they like blooming? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, always get them fake flowers because taking care of a plant is taking care of a child, which we do not mm. want to do. <laughs> Um. Oh, okay. There was one really interesting question as well. What's one thing you wished women understood about men? Uh, they have feelings, and they usually whatever you think you're going through, and you can talk to your friends about it. Guys can't. Uh, our social circles aren't as big, and it's not as normalized to speak to people about our feelings. Um, and just, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I think, yeah. uh, when you have better friends, sure, you can talk about it, but if you have not very good friends, then they might say, oh, let's go for drinks, go for drinks and talking, having a good time is great, but going for drinks to drown your sorrow is like not good. Right. It's maladaptive coping. Um, I think, yeah, guy, guys, I think guys usually have it quite hard. That's why they shut down and then they don't, they don't speak. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then the, I guess they're the same as girls, right? Like guys play games, girls play games with guys. Um, yeah, yeah. Guys need to explore, girls need to explore. Girls usually go through the exploration phase faster because, I mean, right now, if I said to you, Sergio, by the end of the week, I want you to go date five guys and bang five dudes, you'd be like, okay, fine, sure. Right? If you say that to a guy, <laughs> he might be like, oh, that's a little bit, I can't do that as fast. So I think guys go through that yeah. exploration phase. They take a longer time to go through it. Yeah, um, and I and I realized one reason why also, and like what you said was because they don't have that, um, the freedom to talk to their friends yeah. about it. And I think the guys who do have those friendships like really should treasure and value them because for girls, I and this is one of my questions also, I just wanted to know because for girls, we talk about everything, yeah. like everything. And whether it's small, whether it's big, anything and under the sun or every single detail of how the date went, they know so they're basically in the relationship with you you know it's like just that's just normal like that's expected but with guys i realized they really don't share at all yeah with their guy friends and as even when it's the good things like okay fine but when it's the bad things they really just don't talk about it at all and i understand in a way because that's just also another thing with like society and how they've shaped you know males and toxic masculinity and all of that which is sad but at the same time like I under I also can empathize with them. Like that's why, you know, some guys turn out the way they are because they just don't have an outlet to talk to share because that's not manly and that's not yeah. tough. So Um and a lot of guys Yeah, I mean whatever. I think it's just people they say one thing and they say one thing to one person, they say another thing another thing to another person. Um Yeah. It's it's like what can I say to make myself look good, right? And if I say this to a girl or a guy saying I have problems with my relationship, it doesn't make me look good. So why would I tell people about it, right? I think that goes for both yeah. of us. Yeah, like even, like even even though girls, I will say like we have that benefit of like being able to talk to each other without society deeming us as like not womanly or yeah. whatever. 
but at the same time it boils down to like how you want to portray yourself to people like even even me like if if let's say something went wrong i will also kind of like oh man like this may doesn't make me look good so i don't want to talk yeah. about it and i think at the end of the day that just harms yourself because you're bottling you're bottling everything yeah. up and nothing's good's going to come yeah. out of it yeah okay this one is so uh something i would like to know what is the concept about like alpha male versus beta male if anyone brings it up uh ditch that guy and go on to someone who's not a child like straight up <laughs> someone actually asked yeah. me that i guess they just wanted and it was actually i think a guy asked me that i think they just wanted to know like your perspective on uh, it i think it's stupid i think when you're a little kid the whole alpha male beta male thing's cool right cuz animals do it right uh and I, I guess I guess it exists. Um, I don't know, because I think people also learn about confidence. When you grow up, you have different forms of confidence, right? When you're a kid, oh, it's the guy who's spreading his legs the biggest, right? When you go to uni, it might be the guy who's indifferent, like president or this, or he's a sports person. Um, later on, even even through uni, you might have people that walk around really macho-ly, right? Like they have a deep voice and, and they, they, they puff their chest up and they're trying to be like a man the whole time. Later on, you realize actual, uh, if you want to use the definition, right, actual alpha males, uh, they don't care. So they just act like themselves. And that might come across as acting like a kid or that might come across as wearing whatever you want. Um, but people who are very high self-confidence don't need to portray the alpha look. But kids will portray the alpha look. And other kids will believe that is alpha because they only think that that is what it is because you can't see self-confidence um, as easily as just like going to the gym, getting your hair cut, wearing a nice, nice clothes. Um, yeah. I think the whole alpha thing is really silly. Yeah. But I get what I get. <laughs> I, so I get too. what you mean. If, if, <laughs> if someone like prefers more passive men or more act like more dominant people or more uh, type A personality type B, so more aggressive uh, people, then that's that's your preference but i don't think that alpha and beta it, it just means that there's like a hierarchy and that's kind of silly yeah it's mm -hmm. just type of person and who you get along with right yeah for sure yeah. this one is a little bit specific yeah. but why do they want to go back when they choose not to appreciate her in the first place uh <laughs> you want the real answer that no one wants to hear or yeah uh guys in general don't have a lot of choice and I'm, I'm saying this as, I mean, I can show you my, my phone and stuff, but whatever. So um, I think most men, they pretend they have a lot of choice, but they don't, right? And I know this because my girls, uh, they tell me the guys they date and they're really cringe. And they tell them by themselves, they proclaim that they're a fuckboy or that they have a lot of women. By themselves, they say this. And it's like, no, you don't because you have to tell me that. And yeah, I don't. What was the question? <laughs> the question was like, why do they um, chase a oh. girl that, and then they don't appreciate yeah. them, and then they want them back? Because they don't have choice. That. That's it. Like if I, if mm. I'm, if if suddenly we, uh, so for example, if if uh, example, right? Um, you and I meet and get along, cruel, whatever. Two weeks in, uh, argument happens, and I'm just like, do I want to deal with this shit? No, let's break up. And then I go back on the apps, realize that I no one wants me. Then I'm like, oh, tonight I'm feeling really lonely. Let, let's text. Let's text Sergio. Hey, I'm sorry. Blah, 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 blah. Let's get back together. Why? It's not because I like you. It's because I have no choice. I think most people 
actually that's a very that's a very hard truth that I think a lot of girls don't want to hear and I think this is good that they hear this they now. don't like you here yeah. like I hope that yeah it's so important for them to know like it that's I think that's something that we kind of knew but we didn't know how to put it in a sentence if that made sense and you just did very well so I think that's something that I hope that if a guy texts a girl like <laughs> I'm lonely like let's me I hope they are strong enough to be like no and not just guys and girls like even vice versa like if a girl texts a guy like hi i'm lonely let's meet i hope that they have the strength also to be like nah man yeah never comfort yourself with the uh like just don't comfort yourself with sex or like anything that can tempt you into sex it's not healthy yeah Mm -hmm. just go through it by yourself and then yeah 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 for sure girls do the i mean without answering the questions i think there's a lot of things i told my friends about this podcast right and they said they were quite shocked and i also didn't like i said to you i didn't know how to phrase a lot of things i would i could list down the things that girls do uh to guys that i don't think girls tell each other that they do Mm. right so for example a lot of my guy friends are great guys but they act very differently when they talk to girls very differently they start becoming assholes or they start becoming like absolute simps or they just become someone very different and i'm like why are you doing this um and i I, it's very hard to question like you'd want to say why are you doing this to like put them down but you're also like why are you doing this because you don't have to do this um yeah and a lot of girls like for the emotion stuff a lot of girls will say oh i'm feeling sad or whatever can i come over and i'm like no but i'll talk to you you know and it's like what do you want do you Mm -hmm. do you want a friend or you want to like you want a guy to like feed into your bullshit and then you can sleep with him Right, because I think guys also don't say. Um, guys can feel used as well, right? It's really, especially yeah, during sex, yeah. it's really obvious when a girl's like you're you're sleeping with her and, and she just changes into this different person, and you're like, okay, this girl's just using me. And it's it's a th- I again yeah. I don't know whether people talk about it. I've not heard it from another guy, um, but guys can get used as well, and uh, it's pretty. hundred percent. It's pretty I rough. Yeah. That. Yeah. I think I think you said it well. Is that girls don't we may tell each other everything but we may not tell each other the gross. exactly at the same time that things that they we don't want other people to know yeah. because i think you know with a lot of the questions earlier that i we actually didn't get to but it's fine because i think the main thing we wanted to say is that the it's i think at the end of the day it doesn't come down to the gender it comes down to the human yeah and how they are and how their morals are because guys can get hurt by girls girls can get hurt by guys guys can use girls girls can use guys like it's every it is not that all guys use girls you know like girls can do the same thing so i think that's also very important to realize that like it's a two-way street so yeah like for sure i think um like ask yourself what do you find attractive and if you what this is such a bit i could talk like all the way throughout dating like so much about it but like like if you date a young girl right say she's like uh 18 to 21 right the only thing you have to do is just make them laugh right and if you date a girl 21 <laughs> yeah, yeah 21 true. to 25 you make them laugh and show a bit of ambition you 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 go 25 <laughs> to 30 you show them that you actually talk about real shit right like actual actual yeah. stuff that matters and you can show them your ambition yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like show them results of the ambition and you ask yeah. like proper questions that are like okay this guy doesn't care how he makes me feel but he cares about the things that matters and then that makes them attracted to you because they're like this guy knows right so i think again the way i portrayed myself when i did when i was younger is very different to now yeah 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that makes so much sense. Even I think about it a lot, like how I was at 17 and how I am, how I was at 20 yeah. and now 24. It's like so different. The things I look for and the, the way I was in dating yeah. as well <laughs> at that age and now, vast difference. Like it, it's a completely like, it's completely like 180. It's so, so different. And the things that, and yeah, like exactly that. Like now it's like, I want to see someone with ambition, someone with goals in their life, you know, and they may not have to show me like, okay, I'm making this, 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 and I'm doing all of this in my work now because we're still young. Yeah. But exactly that, like when you go into your next five years of life, I want to see something like, give me the, the results, give me the evidence because I'll show you too, you know? So, <laughs> and they'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. But like if someone, yeah, at, at like 18, no one's going to care about like, oh, I want to be this person I, I like i am this like big ass banker or something i don't know whatever you want to be in the yeah. future but it dif- it matters i think at different age it matters and it's so interesting also to think about that i yeah i i, I was thinking about that the other day like how i was at 17 yeah <laughs> it's very weird and <laughs> very different. yeah because i mean i think here is like important that uh when guys talk about their ambition that people understand that there's entitlement um and there's a lot of privilege as well if you say you've done this traveled here 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 got these work experiences it's like okay so cool, I can, I can say congratulations or I can say who paid for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's I, Again, you don't want to bring yeah. people down, but it's a thing that not a lot of people can do, right? The hardest workers I've, I've met, well, the hardest, well, yeah, hardest workers I've met is back when I used to bartend, right? And these people work their ass off. They work eight, eight, 10 hours a day every day. They get paid like shit and it's tough. And, and then meanwhile, like you work in a corporate job, these people are in meetings all day and I have to do that now and it's hilarious just in meetings all day and you just get like free money and like yeah it's hard or whatever but it's not that hard it's like and that's privilege right it's just because you're born in a different yeah. thing you get a certain job you 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 have a degree or whatever and it's so the ambition's also very i think when you ask for ambition you you more ask about whether this person is growth oriented because you want to apply that ambition to your relationship right Unless, unless you want money, yeah. then you can just ask, do you work in a bank or where do your parents like, what, what do you, what? <laughs> Yeah, see, that that's different priorities. Yeah. It depends on the person's priority. That's all that comes yeah. down to. What do you exactly. want? And there is no right or wrong answer for what do you yeah. want. It just matters whether the other person wants the same thing. Yeah. If they don't, don't get into yeah. it. It's simple as yeah. that. Don't put yourself in a situation like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know you have to run, yeah, so yeah. I just want to thank you very much for coming on this podcast and giving your expertise and perspective. I think it was a really interesting conversation we had. And yeah, I good luck with your class later. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, after, yeah. Also, just as... Do you want to plug yourself? Um, or like, where can people... I mean, I don't think people can find I don't you have technically anything. because you're not on social. You can find me on Bumble. Uh, every two weeks, I'll use it for a while. Every month, I'll use it for a while. You can find me on Bumble. Um, oh, my God. And I'll tell you everything. Actually, you know, I wanted to start my own course for guys. I wanted to add, uh, this is not a thing. It's not going to happen anytime soon. Because I always see these really silly, uh, you know, those YouTube ads or like guys who mm-hmm. give coaching to other men. And it's all like really weird. Because yeah. I'm like, where are you guys getting this information from? Like this guy right. is married or he clearly hasn't dated that often. Or I don't know. But it was a complete A to B, A to Z thing on developing dude you should yeah i haven't i think you should i think it would be funny (laughs) to see that like in in a good way like i think it would be very interesting no i have nothing to plug anyway thank thanks so much josh for coming on